The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. Today is just a very easy and laid-back episode. It is a topic-requested episode from a listener, and if you ever want to request any topics, go and follow the podcast on Instagram. It's just at Resiliency and Running, but without further ado, let's just jump right into the episode. All right, welcome back to the podcast. It is the 8th of December when I'm recording this, so we are just in the first week of December, and I love this time of year so much, and it just puts me in such a good mood. Despite the seasonal depression and the dark winter days, I think that the fact that it is the holiday season really, really helps. On my run this morning, I ran past a great big Christmas tree right by St. Paul's Cathedral, and just seeing that just put such a smile on my face this morning. Morning. And yeah, I just love the Christmas season so much. And if you celebrate a different holiday, obviously, I'm aware that not everyone celebrates Christmas. And so whatever holiday you're celebrating, I hope that you are having a very happy and healthy holiday season so far. So just jumping into the highs and lows of the week, my high was definitely a really nice, really fun brunch that I had with friends on Sunday. And it was just really nice because one of the friends is actually a friend that I had ran in the London Marathon with, and we're both doing Paris now, which actually I will be kicking off marathon training for next Monday, which is very exciting. And I think it's just nice to have like really nice brunches. And it's one of those brunches where you just have a laugh with friends. And it was a lot of like friends meeting friends for the first time and the boyfriend meeting friends. And so it was just very exciting, very fun, very good, and just good for the soul. And then a low for the week, I guess, was definitely yesterday. It was just one of those days, if I'm honest, that just like I think it was just like things had been piling up in my head and you know when you mentally just have all these little things that are piling up and you don't really attend to them and you don't really try and like fix them or you know think them through and there was just like one last thing that happened yesterday morning that was just like the tipping point and I had such a breakdown and it was like one of those breakdowns where you just ugly cry and I just could not even like do my meetings that morning because I I just couldn't stop crying and part of me was like okay it's probably because I need to be a little bit better about like, you know, my mental health and, you know, doing things like journaling and just like thinking more through these things that I still struggle with or things that still come up for me and working through them with my therapist. But then I got my period the next day. So part of me, the other part of me was like, oh, because you know, and this is obviously just for the girls, but you know, when you have a really emotional day and then your period comes the next day and then you have that thought of, oh yeah, I knew it. I'm not just some emotional bitch. I 
I was just being hormonal and my period was just coming. But yeah, that was definitely the low for the week. But I did manage to turn the day around. And I think it was just good to kind of let myself have yesterday to feel my feelings and, you know, cry and like really like ugly cry because I think it's so much more unhealthy to keep those feelings pent up and like try and put on a good face. And obviously with like work, it's it can be hard to kind of like keep that professional front. But I think if anything in the past year, I think a lot of people have learned the importance of like mental health days and just taking better care of your mental health. And so for me yesterday, that just looked like saying, you know, to my team, hey guys, I am just not feeling my best and I'm not going to be able to, you know, make the first meeting. And then I just was camera off for the second meeting. And then I was able to carry on the rest of the day. And today I was in a much better mood. I got an extra hour of sleep and I just made sure to take myself out for a coffee yesterday, treated myself. And even in relationships, I think it's important to make sure that you're still treating yourself and you're still going on dates with yourself because I think that that's a very like singlehood mentality. And that is an important thing to do while you're single and in your season of singleness. But I think even when you're in a relationship, it's it's important to remember that dating yourself is still an important thing and not to lose yourself in a relationship because that's happened to me before it's by no means happening now I'm very happy where I am now but I just think that that's an important thing to make note of All right, now getting into the bulk of this episode and the topic of this episode around motivation to run in the winter, especially outdoors. So my last episode was around gear for outdoor runs in the winter, and this is going to be centered around motivation because a few days ago on Instagram, I asked what sorts of topics and questions you guys had around marathon training because I'm going to start doing that once again on Monday, which I am very, very excited about because it'll be my third time marathon training and Paris will be number three. And next year is just going to be a really big year because I've never done two marathons in one year. So I've got Paris in April and then Berlin in September. So a very exciting year for me, for the podcast, and obviously for the charity as well. If you don't know yet, I am fundraising with Alzheimer's Society for both marathons. And so the first link in the show notes of this episode will actually be a link to that fundraiser. I'm trying to raise a thousand pounds by September 25th. And I would love if you would check that out and make a donation if you can. Right. So the question that I got asked was around motivation to get out for long runs during the winter. And I think that this really depends on like what part of the world that you live in. But I think that this is one of the hardest things to do when you're marathon training and especially marathon training in the winter time, I think can be a very, very hard thing. My first two marathons and my only two marathons that I've done, they were both like fall marathons. And so I always had the luxury of sort of being able to train in the spring and summer where it was sunny and it was nice and warm. And so obviously training for Paris is going to be a very different story because I'm going to be training December, January, February, and March. And if you don't know London, we just continually have this like bleak winter throughout the new year. And so I will definitely be doing more episodes around kind of my learnings and my experience 
experiences with marathon training, but I think specifically around long runs, it can be really hard because you don't really know how much to layer up with, gear up with, and I think that in general, just looking outdoors, seeing how cold it is, seeing how dark it is can be very, very hard. But I think that there are a few things that you can definitely help yourself with to get yourself in the mood to motivate yourself for that long run. And so the first thing that I think is super important to me and helpful for me is definitely thinking about what my breakfast is going to be. I'm I'm, typ- I'm typically someone who likes to do my long runs in the morning on the weekends, and I kind of just like to get it over with for the day and then kind of have the rest of the day and the rest of the weekend to relax. And so something that does get me out of bed is thinking about, ooh, I'm really excited for that, you know, banana and peanut butter oatmeal and that first cup of coffee and just thinking about things like that, really small things, but things that are, you know, special to you or something that is exciting for you, I guess, food-wise. And I think with distance running, I've really like grown to appreciate a lot of these higher carb foods, especially coming from a disordered eating background where I grew up and had anorexia in high school and really struggled with my relationship, especially with carbohydrates. But once I started distance running, I only just learned the importance of how important carbohydrates are and how they fuel your body and how they give you more energy. And so once I sort of fixed that relationship with carbohydrates, I have been just like so on the train of like, you know, the oat train, the banana train. I eat so many bananas in a week. It is insane. And just nut butter in general. I hate how expensive it is, but I I love it. And I will eat it with a spoon right out of the jar. But I think if you find that thing that is, you know, that fuel before your run, pre-run, and if you don't eat some something before a run, you know, if you if you're just gonna bring something with you for a run, find those snacks and like find those gels that you love. I also just like whenever I get, for example, goo gels specifically, I get so much more excited for my runs rather than like if I just like picked up, you know, gels that I don't really love or don't really like, but I know will fuel me or help me or I'll use at some point anyways. I think that like finding things that like make you more excited to like have during your run, after your run, before your run, and kind of like planning your meals around that can be really exciting. Super random, but like just something that I kind of find and have found with longer runs. The second thing I definitely have to say is playlists. And I've shared playlists before, I believe, and I will link some in the show notes, but I love creating playlists on Spotify for running and especially for different types of runs. So with longer runs, I'll kind of just hit one of my running playlists on shuffle and just let that shuffle throughout the entire run. I think at this point, it's like 41 hours long. I've been building it since 2018. So it's just, it's quite long and it's very intensive, but I'm someone who really likes to listen to EDM sort of like house music when I'm running because I really like to listen to the beat and like run with the beat. And so if you're into that sort of music, I would highly recommend checking out some of my playlists. I will also link some playlists that I've created around fartlek training and just other sort of motivating playlists that I've created. There's one in particular that like if I ever really need a kick in the butt for motivation, there's a playlist that I created for when I had run one mile every hour for 24 hours this past June for charity. And I kid you not, I only listened to this playlist for all 24 runs, all 24 miles. And anytime I hear any of these songs now, I get so motivated. And the funny thing is when I was finishing the London Marathon, one of them was actually playing when I was crossing the finish line. 
which was just like even more meaningful and just like so much more exciting. But I'll share these songs with you because they're very random and they're definitely not like my sort of songs, but songs like Good As Hell by Lizzo, Till I Collapse, Eminem, Power by Kanye West was what was playing when I was crossing the finish line at the London Marathon and just felt so powerful, so strong. Truth Hurts by Lizzo, All I Do Is Win by DJ Khalid, Not Afraid, Eminem, Raising Hell, Kesha, Numb slash Encore by Jay-Z, Cinderella Man, Eminem, Forever by Drake and Kanye West, and Lil Wayne and Eminem, and a couple others, but those are kind of the ones that sometimes when I just need like a push or a kick in the butt, I think it's really good to almost like have playlists for certain events. If you're someone who likes to create playlists for like a race day for like a half marathon or marathon i think it's almost like even more motivating to like go back and listen to that when you need motivation just like because you can remember like how hard that race was how hard that half marathon or marathon was and be able to pull from that and just like put that into that current run that current long run that you're doing right now my third and final recommendation I guess around motivation for long runs is picking a good route and I think it's really important to choose a route that you you're actually going to enjoy because it is a, a long run and I used to be someone who would just go out and kind of like run 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 until I hit midpoint and then I would just turn around and do like that same route back but I think it's a really good opportunity with long runs to get creative really like just I think there's sites like um, Map My Run and different things where you can go and like build out your run just so you know that you're doing exactly the right amount, but then you don't have to worry about that while you're on your run. Also, if you're someone like me, I love running by the water. So I love running by the Thames in, or the Thames in London. I always say that wrong and people give me so much shit for it. I love running by the Thames and just running by water in general. So if I'm running at Victoria Park, I love running by, there's a lake in that park that I really like to run by. And whenever I'm running down on the south coast of England, I really love running by the coast and it's just really, really nice. So finding like what you love, if you love running trails, you know, map out a trail run and get that ready and like just have those little things to look forward to and really plan out your run so that it doesn't feel like this dreadful thing but instead it's like this thing that you've planned out that you can like you know get your workout outfit ready the night before get your water bottle backpack or you know whatever you're using for hydration get all those things ready and put it out by your bed just so you know you have it ready to go and you don't really have to think about it in the morning and just like playing pump-up music listening to podcasts or inspirational speakers or whatever to pump you up you know I think we're all different but I think that we all struggle in that same way sometimes for runs and I definitely would be lying if I said that I've never struggled for a long run. I think the only time that I've been overly excited for a long run was when I was it was my first day out of lockdown after I, I after I had COVID and I had a 20 mile run planned on my marathon training plan. This was in September of this past year and so I was like less than a month out from the London Marathon but I had caught COVID. I had just finished isolation in my flat. I hadn't been running and there was nothing that I could think about more than going on that long run and just like that was one of my favorite runs because I was so excited I think I made a TikTok about it and I think I had woken up at like 4 
in the morning or something, but I was just stoked. I was so excited. And sometimes maybe you need to take a break from running. If you're running too much, I think that that can definitely push you to your limits and push you to kind of feel burnt out. So also make sure that that's not an element as to why you're feeling unmotivated for your long runs. And I think it's important to take breaks because with running, it's something that you want to have continuously and it's not like, you know, this one stop thing that you're going to do just this week and you want to overdo it. I think you need to think about it in the long term instead in terms of like building up that stamina, building up that endurance and just being able to continuously get strong and build slowly over time rather than trying to overwork yourself in short spurts. And so make sure that you're taking care of yourself, listen to your body and yeah, let me know if any of these tips are helpful, but those are kind of the things that I initially thought of when I thought about motivation for long runs. So I hope that this is helpful. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As I said, the first link in the show notes will be a link to my fundraiser with Alzheimer's Society and Marathon Training starts very, very soon. So that series will kick off next week. So please do check out that link. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM on the podcast Instagram. It's just at Resiliency and Running. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.